Okay, we're back and we're going to talk about Black Panther 2. But first, uh, Jamal, do you want to give an update on your grandfather? Yeah. Um, so, uh, Mumia, Mumia Abu Jamal, my grandfather, uh, political prisoner, journalist, uh, he had a court date um, October 16th. Uh, and Judge Lucretia Clemens, uh, she she filed a 31-page uh, opinion, uh, um, uh, an intent to dismiss is what, what it's called, uh, because, you know, she she wanted to challenge uh, some of the technicalities on uh, the Batson and the Brady violations. Um, and, you know, that, that was October uh, 16th. Uh, and the way it works is that uh, my grandfather, gets 10 days to respond. And on December 6th, uh, 16th, uh, 2022, Judge Lucretia Clemens would uh, will basically go, go on with her decision. Um, and at this point, uh, my grandfather's defense just finished and filed their response uh, to, to Judge Lucretia Clemens. Uh, and again, the prosecution gets 10 days to respond to that. And uh, the judge uh, basically go, goes over, you know, uh, what, whether she upholds her intent to dismiss or wh whether she moves forward with my grandfather rightfully getting a new trial. Um, and uh, when it comes to those, um, when it comes to the PCRA, it's really, it's really, really hard to get, you know, um, a new trial off of that. But my grandfather did, uh, well, we, we presented the boxes of hitting evidence, right, uh, for this. And, you know, uh, if, if the judge wants to be the person that she claims to be, right, a person that's trying to reform and make a more uh, equitable path to, um, to justice, then the judge will move forward with giving my grandfather a trial. But yeah, the way Pennsylvania uh, works and, you know, the, the, the way politics works is uh, people don't always do what they're supposed to do. So uh, so we're asking um, we're asking for a lot uh, from the people who support my grandfather. Uh, and you can follow that on uh, Love Not Fear. That's P-H-E-A-R, Love Not P-H-E-A-R, uh, on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, you can also uh, email us at uh, lovenotphear um, at gmail.com. But uh, but basically, my, my grandfather's uh, he's trying to get a new trial based on the uh, the hidden the hidden evidence that was discovered in 2019 when Larry Krasner moved in. Uh, and, uh, you know, if, if the judge does what, what what it seems like she campaigned that, that she would do. My grandfather would get it. Uh, yeah, muted. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you for the update. Uh, so people listening, you should go um, go check out your page. Go, you know, go support any way they can. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Rick. Uh, let, let let me interrupt and say yeah. that we will be posting mm -hmm. because the uh, the the what the lawyers file is like seventy seven pages long, right? Oh, damn. Um, a legal document, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, luckily, uh, you know, we 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 have some some really 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 good lawyers. Uh, but what we we will be posting on love not fear um, and sharing basically a, a breakdown of the the lawyers' rebuttals. Uh, so you can look for that uh, soon. 
Okay, yeah. So yeah, please support um, Mumia's move to to you know get out of prison and go follow your pages. Please, everybody that is listening, uh, this is a long time for, for somebody to be locked up for you know for bullshit reasons. So yeah, I really you know, appreciate your words on that. Um, and you know, not to uh, just to move to the next topic, we're gonna talk about Black Panther. And there's a lot of like weird miscon weird like misconceptions and weird. It was it was a weird movie for me, right? <laughs> but <laughs> before I I put anything on my end about my observation or analysis, please you go first. <laughs> Let me know what you thought about the movie. Uh, um, I, I, think, I think wait, before we start, I think we should start of like what did you expect going in. First, mm -hmm. and then what do you when you saw what how how was that different from what you saw? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I can I can start off, and this is Brenda, by the way, um, Jamal's partner, and I also helped with Love Not Fear. Um, I am lead at work. I, I'm, love, yeah. yes, lead whatever <laughs> titles, but um, no. I also I also you know I'm an archaeologist, and the reason I became involved or interested in archaeology to begin with um, was very much because of my interest in trying to connect with my ancestral culture and, you know, with some of the, uh, I guess, cultural elements that I grew up with that I wanted like trace back, you know, um, and actually understand more through material remains. So, so even on that front, watching it was watching the movie was a trip as an archaeologist because I was like, oh God, <laughs> there's so much that's not correct here. Um, but to to be quite honest, what expectation I was like, dope, we're gonna see actual indigenous people, you know, in this movie. And so I'll be completely honest, I was very excited. I was like, you know, finally, you know, we've got some indigenous folks that are in uh, a Marvel movie and in kind of the nerd universe. Um, yeah, and and Jamal did a good job of not spoiling anything for me because he knows a lot of these backstories a lot more than I do oh, man. Um, from the comics. Well, so I, I was over here thinking like, oh, like we get a hero, you know? Nah, <laughs> Namor is like, a, he's like an anti-hero, but yeah know. so that was my expectation right going in i don't know yours well namor is more, more namor is much like uh black adam actually and it's funny that that both their movies kind of launch around the same time but um so when i uh, as a black american uh who also knows um you know roots and uh i'm politically educated you know, I came into Black Panther 2 with the idea that, you know, I'm just gonna watch, I'm gonna white watch some uh, some mindless uh, you know, some some mindless action, right? Because it's really hard to kind of get behind like Wakanda and all that stuff. Uh mostly because, you know, like again, I'm 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 uh I'm a black uh American, you know, an African American in America and uh you know, Wakanda is a is a mythical place, right? It's supposed to be like in the middle of Africa, wasn't touched by the slave trade and, and all, all of this stuff. And, um, you know, like I'm a part of the Lost Tribe. Well, actually, Eric Killmonger calls it the Lost Tribe, right? Uh, and we, we're like we're like the richest African tribe in the history of the of the world. 
right? And talk about Black Americans and we have nothing to show for it, right? So so, so like when we look at Wakanda, we're like we say, oh, wow, this is, this is crazy. But I'm looking at it like, yeah, th- 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 this is this is fucked. And I actually have a friend who did who did a a, a review of the first Black Panther, and he was saying the same thing I was saying. You know, like um, like just it's just it's just it's just wild, right? We we have these these African heroes who like side with the CIA and side with you know American exactly. And, and I'm like I'm like, dude, uh, and <laughs> and the movie's out, so. Uh, too bad if yeah. you didn't see it. No spoilers. <laughs> I mean, right? we'll <laughs> we might spoil like, it a little it's bit. Like a week, you I mean, like, yeah. It happened in the first movie. They work with the CIA, so it's not like we're spoiling right. anything. Yeah. So, well, 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 one of the um, and if you don't mind, I'm just gonna go with, um, d- dive into. Well, some I things. Really, I oh yeah, yeah. What were you expecting, Rick? <laughs> um, you know, the first movie was um, I was expecting. I think kind of the same um narrative i think with the first movie because everybody pretty much seen it by now uh i think it was a little disappointed how they portrayed hillmonger as like a bad guy when his narrative made sense to me you know so you know it, i just feel like i think before i could move for, further i think can i just say it now so i i would just say it now okay so so i think then bringing in Killmonger in the second movie and agree, you know, re-establishing that like he's a bad guy is to me it was bullshit. Yeah, right? yeah, but what? No, no, no. Keep going. My bad. But, but yeah, but but even with that, like what he says in the second movie, still made, to me made a lot of sense. Like the uh, the child's father like killed his brother to stop, mm-hmm. you know, stop his own brother from you know exporting revolution globally. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what kind of leader are you going to be? You know, and then his own brother was like a pacifist, quote unquote, working with CIA, you know, and I was like thinking, you know, the movie started with like, obviously, you know, seller states trying to uh, obtain I, it's a vibranium, right? Vibranium, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 you know, and and then they got caught and then within the UN, they got exposed. So it was like, mm-hmm. you know, like, it, it kind of touches like colonization, but it's kind of like a fantasy of like this untouched, uh, you know, state that was never colonized, living side by side with colonizers and be like, oh, you're my favorite colonizer. And I was just like, oh, this yeah, is so yeah, yeah. cringe. Oh, yeah. God, that's that, my that least part, favorite part of the movie. The CIA agent. <laughs> I'm like, those words should never be uttered in the same sentence. I ever. know. <laughs> My favorite colonizer is the CIA agent. That's like, so bad. Well, you know, but, the, the uh, well, can I can I just yeah, say yeah, something no. really quick yeah. that something that you said that um was something that was bothering me a lot. Um, and again, part of this is you know I do have that bias of like archaeological theory and anthropological theory and all that stuff that I study, but it the harm that comes from certain things is very real, right? And so, you know, something you just said, right, about something being preserved, like, um, and, you know, that word that is that we should be very careful with pristine, right, mm-hmm. which a lot of colonizers have used the idea of a pristine past mm-hmm. or of um, indigenous societies that are preserved in time, right? A lot of those words, it's, they, they are actually very harmful because it doesn't allow 
to um, it doesn't allow for autonomy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't allow for people to um, self-govern and to change. Right. And that's something that I think even as a fantasy, it's like they were playing the Maya ball court game. Like as soon as I saw the the little things out, I told I went to Jamal. I'm like, that's the my ball court game. But it would seem like they weren't just preserved as a society; they were preserved in like a past time, which I thought was really mm-hmm. weird, you know. And it's like there's technology, but they're still living as like Maya people would have lived thousands of years ago. Which I was like, what? You know, that was that was pretty strange. Yeah, it's like it's almost like fetishizing the past. You know, so it's like, you know, Wakanda is like a modern society that still, like I say, wasn't untouched with all this technology. But yeah, the, what was the other land called? I forgot what it was called. Um, Takadon or? Well, it it was supposed to be a play on um the, the Aztec capital, which is like, it's, it's so that, wrong. But that has nothing it's, to do with the Aztec capital was Tenochtitlan. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was Lake Texcoco. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, <laughs> which has nothing to like. It's not even it's, the same. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I, I, it was. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. It was rough. Um, yeah. I, I feel you on that. I think even that. I mean, now we have you know um, these two societies that have, have been untouched, and one is like, you know, obviously the world has colonization, and one of them wants to live, you know, like. I don't know how the you know like in MCU universes is liberalism, right? It's like oh, we're gonna live within this society that's just like they're colonizing each other. I you know if I was you know any leader in Wakanda, I'd be like, we need to like liberate the world. <laughs> this is bullshit. Right. Same thing with like even with Namor. Namor was like, let's let's you know let's overturn this shit. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, you know. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but you know, but he's painting him. Um, as like this bad guy. I mean, we can talk about the cultural preparation part too. I think that's a problem. But before we touch that, I think, you know, I'm having, watching a movie where there was like two like brown and black people fighting each other. It always, it was so weird. I was like, you know, uh, it just felt kind of odd, you know, especially growing up in you know in the 90s in California where there was racial tensions between the black and brown community and seeing this on screen for entertainment I was like this is like really awkward for me you know so yeah yeah Yeah, I think that's a really good point because you know even if and, and that's another thing Jamal and I were talking about it's like it takes privilege to just be able to sit there and blindly like take this as just a movie right um but but I also kept thinking one like what are all the white people in here thinking when they're perceiving this, but two like you said it's like it's one thing to to look at all the different aspects of it that were either appropriating or inaccurate or can be harmful, but then there's like the actual depiction of violence and I'm with you like I'm from I'm originally from LA like I grew up in South Central and um and Long Beach you know what I'm saying so it's like. And I lived in Mexico for a large portion of my life too. So it's like, there's also just the colorism that's such a big problem mm-hmm. um, in Mexico, right? The people who claim indigeneity are like white passing while the actual indigenous, like Maya people are referred to. I've heard like very derogatory terms like oh, Indita, they'll say like, oh, basically that's a little Indian. And like, you know, but they are mistreated in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And so, and then again, thinking about more contemporary, like the the black and brown 
um, violence that that you and I have experienced, at least. I don't know how it is on the East Coast, but yeah, that that was really hard to watch. Like I, I had a moment where I was like, should I walk out? Because it, it was hurtful. Like it was like, I don't need to see the depictions of this, you know, from from black people to to indigenous people and from indigenous people to to black people when there's in the in even in the movie universe the other you know colonizing power exists it's like, yeah right come on y'all like i remember the uh the first uh, the what we experienced as the first mission in a movie to up, obtain vibranium right the dora malaje uh went undercover right and intercepted uh french troops trying to uh basically strong arm vibranium and 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 that's when uh i think her name's ramonda um uh angela bassett's character you know went went on like we're not weak you know we'll we'll, de- we'll uh, protect ourselves and and you know and, and it's just like you know like all cheeky to the french like like the french didn't like try to make a move on uh, like their richest resources and stuff yeah and, it's weird and, because go ahead sorry i'm sorry uh and and now and now we have like a main character in a predominantly black movie Right. Um, well, I guess this was supposed to be like the predominantly black and brown movie. Right. We have the one of the main characters being the CIA agent that you just got to love. You just got to love the CIA yeah. agent. Sarcasm. You know, that's sarcasm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sarcasm. You know, like like saying, oh, it's my favorite colonizer from from like a, yeah. a black princess, you yeah. know, about to be queen. That, those words should never come out of your mouth like this CIA never done anything good, you know, for black people, you know? And, um, yeah, so, so, so all of that, all of that really kind of rolled off was like, I don't know if I, if I can really enjoy this movie, you know? And, and it's, it's really hard because you want to enjoy, or I, I, you know, you just want to observe and enjoy like art. Right. But, but it's hard when you understand the, uh, when you understand the underlying lying message, right? Like, you know, blacks who work with the CIA, right? Like yeah. th- th- those are preferential, right? Mm-hmm. And blacks who want to be, you know, uh, revolutionaries like Eric Killmonger and his father, right? Um, and the Jaka, you know, it, it's like, well, th- those are the bad guy. You, 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 you be, you be the, you don't want to be these bad mm-hmm. people. Revolution will, will never come, you know, for, for you. Yeah. And, um, it, it's it's just sad because like even when Neymar came, Neymar was like, "Yo, we gotta take all of them out and us together. Nobody can stand stand uh, with us." And right. Shuri and Shuri like, "Well, no, I got." She she was probably thinking about her favorite colonizer, you know, the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the trip too. How how Neymar and well Kukulkan was depicted, you know. Say it again. Um, Kukulkan. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Wing serpent out here. <laughs> Feather serpent. Yeah. The feather serpent. I, I think it also plays out in everyday society when it comes to even like uh, the comparison. Every, everybody talks about this comparison between Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, mm-hmm. right? And um, it's always it's also within the native communities, like you know, like white people would like the praying native, the ceremonial native, but they don't like the radical native, the militant native, you know? So it's the same, like they don't like, oh, they always say, oh, Malcolm X or the Black Panther were too militant. This is like, mm-hmm. but <laughs> according to who, you know, to you, your feelings, yeah. you know? So mm-hmm. go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm I'm terrible at this. I think, I think, with even the MCU, if you really think about it, I, you know, like um, 
you know, like kind of like uh, what's his name, Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like the ultimate superhero because he's a billionaire. You know, he's like a ultimate white billionaire. Yeah, capitalist. Yeah. You know, and you know, yeah, you got um, uh, what's his name, Captain America. That's like mm-hmm. a super soldier, which to me it resembles like Nazism because they try to make super oh, yeah, soldiers. Most you know? yeah. yeah. So I was just like, what the fuck, and you know, all these weird. You know, like you have superheroes have powers, but they like work with the government and all these secret agencies. And this is like totally cool. And, you know, they're living on, you know, stolen native land. And but it's cool because, you know, uh, superpowers and, and heroes. And it's just like they have like a lot of like even like anti-Russian narratives in it, I think, with, within the um, what's his name? The, the, the one that goes really fast and uh, the witch. <laughs> Are we talking about uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch? Yeah, Scarlet Witch, yeah. So I think, you know, there's always like, you know, they try to use representation within the MCU, but at the same time, they're they're feeding us like liberalism down our throat, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, even even within the the X-Men, right? Like Magneto's too extreme. He's just trying to live a society, not get genocide, by by regular humans, right? And mm-hmm. living in society in peace, he brings all the mutants that want to follow him to a, you know a place where they're living in peace. But you know, Xavier's like, oh, let's live, let's live together with humans and everything yeah, can work yeah, out. Yeah. But we had to fight every other week. So, you know, it's like, oh my right? god, is that a life? <laughs> is that how you be living? If you don't mind, right? Um, yeah. Stan Lee, uh, he's actually on record uh, going over the X Men, right? And, and their purpose, right? And also on record going over Black Panther and his purpose, right? The X-Men was supposed to be, in Stan Lee's view, Martin Luther King, right? Being uh, Charles Xavier, Magneto being Malcolm X, right? And, uh, and he actually said that those characters are based on Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, hmm. right? And, and um, so, but it's, it's not, it's like a, it's, what you learned about Martin Luther King in grade school wasn't really what Martin Luther King was, right? And and when when he really turned that corner, you well, he gets assassinated, right? You know, like because Martin Luther King was way more revolutionary, by, uh, closer to his death than grade school would lead you to believe, right? Grade school says, you know, all the peace we we shall overcome. Even I have a dream speech, right? We we most of us listen to an excerpt of that speech, right? And we don't listen to the whole speech. And the whole speech was on some like, yeah, we need to defend ourselves because basically these motherfuckers is crazy. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that's terrible. Um but but um and the reason why why I looped that in was because we have to remember what Hollywood's purpose is, you know, yeah. especially when it comes to pop culture, when it comes to us, right? If religion was an opioid to the masses, right? Hollywood is an opioid to the United States, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's really supposed to like make us, they basically tell us what to think. Right. Um, I, I just watched a, a video. Uh, a, a good friend of mine was was uh, basically a video uh, capturing uh, an arrest. Right. Where it looked like somebody was running, you know, got arrested by the police. And the person who told like basically uh, hailed the police down to, to capture to capture him 
wasn't from America, right? This person said, I've watched American movies all my life and you're supposed to help the cops. You're supposed to help the police, right? I'm a good citizen. We have to help the police, right? And it's sort of like, is this what's being pushed, not, not only nationally, but internationally, right? We're supposed to help CIA agents, right? We're, we're, we're not supposed to band together and protect ourselves, right? Because like Shuri could have basically said like, yo, let's just band together and protect ourselves, right? Uh, which, you know, at the end, she came she came to, to that conclusion, right? But what Hollywood aims to do is to desensitize us to violence and also uh, critical thinking, right? We're getting force fed, you know, what to think. And it's basically what, what happens in grade school, right? It happens in, uh, you know, all, all the way up to high school. They tell you what to think, right? I got an F on uh, on a paper because I was supposed to write about how Christopher Columbus came to discover America and what he did when, when he got here. And the books itself, the books that, 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 uh, that we were reading in 10th grade were from the 70s, right? And the teacher said, you got an F because you didn't follow instructions. You weren't supposed to write about what you know or what you learned. You were supposed to write about what's in the book, right? So, 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 so when we're thinking about, right, like Black versus brown right the way the marvel uh, cinematic universe wanted us to think about this movie right where we're thinking about how hollywood wants us to think like like we're innate enemies right where, where we have similarities but it can never work what one of us has to go right and that's just not the case right like like unity against people like the CIA agent who's her favorite colonizer is what's needed, right? It's not any more division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, oh man, there's so many aspects to this movie. You're so right. It's so weird because uh, even watching movies about like like the, you know, that movie, uh, what's it called? Panther or the other movie where the, um, what's his name? Friend Happen got killed. Yeah, you know, Judas and the Black, Black Messiah. Yeah. I like that movie, but of the snitch. I, yeah, I like that movie, but at the same time, I feel like they always downplay, you know, the the, the more you know, like uh, the 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 revolutionary, right? Mm-hmm. They always downplay the story, just like the Malcolm X with was, was it Denzel. They always downplay, you know, the situation, and I think that the MCU does this, and they're also kind of like shifting gears a little bit. Is their use? Of cultural of other people's cultures within the MCU, I think uh, when Moon Knight came, I don't know if you saw the show Moon Knight, yeah, yeah. right? I was kind of like, uh, <laughs> like I don't know, I, I'm not Egyptian, so I can't really say. But then when I saw this movie with um, um, Namor, I was just like, what's going on here? You know, uh, I know I know the MCU is not accurate when it comes to you know mm-hmm. cultural representation. But at the same time, it's like you know I feel like the like I said like Marvel started to use people's cultures to bring in like liberalism, like you know like. But at the same time, you know say oh you know it's kind of like a simulation like oh we can all live together. You know mm-hmm. I think that there was one native character called Echo, and that was in that one show. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that, that was in Hawk- Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Hawkeye shit was like the Christmas e kind of Christmas, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, but and Echo getting her own standoff. Uh, yeah, stand, yeah. Stand-off. I saw it. I'm kind of like, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
waiting for that because I want to see how they play that one out, right? So <laughs> hopefully they. I'm I'm, I'm not going to put high hopes after, especially after this movie or even the first Black Panther. I was just like, eh. but uh, you know, the cultural aspect of it is always kind of like a little bit cringe to me. I don't know how you guys have words about that or your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely cringy to me. It also pointed out my own like privilege because then, you know, after talking about this for a week, um, I had other friends who were like, well, the, basically all the stuff I was complaining about that they did with representing the, the Maya, they were like, well, they did the same thing, thing to all the people from Africa and yeah. Wakanda. Yeah. But uh, one thing that I noticed that is, like you said, it's cringy, but even more than that, I think it's one thing to appropriate aspects of culture. It's another to actually, they were speaking Yucatec Maya, right? Yeah. Like it wasn't some fucking made up indigenous language. Wakanda. Like it was in Yucatan yeah. and they're yeah. speaking Yucatec Maya, which by the way, leaves out the fact that there's, when I was learning this, they had said there was, there were um, 32 Maya languages. Mm -hmm. I think, I think now maybe the scholars have changed it to I think a little over 20 or something like that. But the whole point is that there are many different mutually exclusive Mayan languages, not dialects, right? Um, and there, there is, they're not, there isn't just one Maya people, right? Um, that's like saying uh, these are all the Native Americans and it's just one big tribe, right? <clears throat> that was really weird. And then the fact that they used aspects of Maya culture that are for sacred ceremonial purposes, the blue, um, the blue yeah. that was uh, archaeologists have found in the um, Cenote Sagrado, which is like one of the underwater like cisterns, basically, they found blue pigment um, with human remains at the bottom of of that. Um, and so the thought was, you know, if you're in periods of drought and you're you have the you have a god of rain, Chalk, in this case, which is a C.H.O.C. C, or I think it's sometimes spelled with a K as well. But Chuck is the god of rain, which I think they mentioned Chuck, no, in the movie. Yeah. I think they did. Um, so it's like they brought in very real aspects of Maya culture that I thought was, I was like, ooh, that was a little, that was a little over the top there. Cause it's like, what benefit is this bringing to Maya populations today? Like they're not walking around looking like fucking warriors. You know, like I said, they're mostly like, I can't I can't generalize, but from what I've seen, even when I've traveled to Belize and stuff like that, like um, there's still so much racism and discrimination towards indigenous people, you know, in Guatemala and and beyond, right? Because the Maya were in all diff all those different areas that are now like Mexico, Guatemala, Belize, right? Um, so that that was really strange to me to see that, and I'll, I'll let you <laughs> say what you. No, thought I there. mean I, I think. You know, to kind of sum up my, my thoughts, you know, the representation is like a stacked word, right? Like, like when, when somebody, what, what does it mean to represent, right? Do, do you just want somebody that looks like you on screen or do you want somebody to, um, to help tell your story, the story of your people, right? Um, and I think a lot of times we, we look for representation and we're sated with somebody that just looks like us on screen, right? And we're we're not 
We're not asking for more, right? We're, 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 not, we're not saying like, hey, now that you got somebody look like me on screen, you need to tell my story properly, right? And not from some, uh, you know, from, from the lens of a white storyteller, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, like, you, you know my beef with like like i'm a big black black panther fan just just so you know i'm like heavy in the comics you saw you saw my comic wall i have like i have an insane amount of comics and um and uh, you know i just absorb lore and marvel lore is probably what i know the most about uh behind marvel lore is probably game of thrones lore but um <laughs> but but anyway and 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 i do that because that's a, just my guilty pleasure right that's not the revolutionary like like absorbing it the issue with this movie is that we had actual revolutionaries in this movie that were kind of shot down by uh, what Hollywood wanted to present, right? Mm -hmm. And um, e even like Namor, Na Na Namor was serious. He was like, look, they coming for us be be before they can uh, get us, let's mm -hmm. band together because nobody can really stop. Shoot, nobody can stop me now, right? right? Never stopped him as a kid. That was a cool scene, by the way. Like, oh, was, yo, that, uh, that was the best. Down the Spanish fucking um missionaries and shit i was like fuck them <laughs> that was the best but scene yeah, in the movie. Yeah. there was also a lot of post-colonial like weird shit in there like like theories you know mm -hmm. like it reminded me of about a lot of the stuff anon talked about in wretched of the earth mm. just like like i'm like what so now we're gonna paint these people like they're becoming the oppressors like fuck that shit yeah like <laughs> well well but that but that's the goal right the the, the goal look for the longest right black people have uh, really yearned for representation in in media, right? Uh, the person that raised me was talk was once talking about like, and this is terrible. She 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 was once talking about Jerry Springer, and she was like, "Well, that's the first time I've ever seen on TV. I've ever seen ghetto white people, like like on Jerry Jerry Springer." And 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 I, and I thought it was dumb, like like what she was saying, but but she was like, "You don't understand. They never showed them. You know, they only show." the worst of like other people right because media is is supposed to make you feel like like you know the whole world in that little box that little square box of propaganda and um i think a, a massive issue that that we have to think about when we're when we're absorbing this media we we, we got to keep our eye on the ball right they 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 can't do three card monty you know and like show us what what do we think about people that should be our comrades right namor was a fucking comrade right mm -hmm. if, if if i was in the mcu right killmonger and namor would shook hands and and, and they would have got it done right yeah. <laughs> like one of my favorite namor uh namor lines where he was like Dude, like I have more people than you, than this land has blades of grass. Like, don't oh, yeah. fuck with me. <laughs> and I thought it was so awesome. And I was like, oh, right now they're unstoppable. But Namor was actually giving Ramonda and uh, Shuri. I'm pretty sure her names were Ramonda. Like, I gotta look look it up. Um, he was giving them mercy, right? Because he was like, dude, I can already conquer anybody and do anything I, I want. Right. Mm -hmm. But you're but you're the only other people with vibranium and you might give 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 us a little problem, but like it won't be too much of a problem. He was actually showing them hella mercy. Right. But, you know, uh, Black Panther and Wakanda, you know, uh, joining that allied uh, colonial forces, 
<laughs> they, they didn't want to mess with Namor on, on that deal. Mm-hmm. I feel like they painted Namor a little bit arrogant. Like somebody that powerful, he has that big of an army that's unknown, right? Like mm-hmm. should be more collective, more, you know, strategic. He painted him, they painted him kind of like, like reckless, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know, and I feel like uh, in the end, they're like, oh, okay, we're going to work together in the future. But that it wasn't like, in my point of view, it wasn't like in a way where it was like mutual understanding. It was more mm-hmm. like, work together with us i'm going to kill you and to me i was like uh, <laughs> like is that how you build partnership with somebody by you know sub- making them submit right but i feel you i think i'm a nerd too so <laughs> i grew up with spider-man and superman you know and all, all these comic my aunt used to work in a comic book store so i used to always get oh, comic books. yeah so i used to get like i, I think that the best there's two series i got i still have them was the venom series Right, it was like a series of Venoms, and it was like the Death of Superman. Right, so those are like the, my big two. But I think, I think that Marvel has a really big monopoly on <clears throat> superhero. I mean, there's other superhero stuff, you know, like the Boys, and what's the other one? Invisible on Amazon. Invincible, which, you know, yeah. I think, I think the Boys is a that's a little bit better because they do talk about, you know, like um, kind of painting the government, working with Nazis and experimentation, mm-hmm. you know. So I was like, oh, this is a cool story. I'm still waiting to see how how far the story goes. I, I still, you know, really out following YouTube channels that talk about the story of, you know, just like mm-hmm. the boys. I don't think it goes as far as it could as imagine a revolutionary imagination, right? I think if we wrote our own stories with, you know, with revolutionary thought and decolonization, our stories would be kick-ass. Our comic books would be kick-ass. The stories would be making people think about what it means, you know, just theories and stuff. But, you know, we live in a capitalist world and everything's about money, you know? Yeah. So, but I think people are hungry for these stories. And I think it goes back to her. all of humanity has stories and the stories what brings people together, you know, and I think uh, this, this what you know Marvel or you know these other superhero people that make comic book stuff, uh, they they profit off that is making stories and telling stories. But I think uh, for us, even though it's entertaining, you know we love it, we follow it, you know mm-hmm. uh, I do too. I love Star Wars as well, uh, but mm-hmm. it kind of falls short at times, right? For us, and I think it's up. I think it's up to us to step it up <laughs> write our own stories you know our own comics our own you know uh fan fiction sci-fi you know but that's my own thoughts but um i'm gonna bring something up too I kind of forgot <laughs> my brain's gonna hear it no but i agree i think oh yeah it was like they, they're bringing uh, what's his name john carlos esposito to play yep. Xavier, right? Uh, this is where he's a good actor, man, right? Oh, man, so, he's yeah, he he's so good. My grandpa too. Yeah. <laughs> so I think a lot. I wonder how the X Men are gonna be, you know, in this next uh, 
coming up cycle with you know, within the MCU and with the politics of it. Because you know, as we talked about earlier, X Men was very political. The cartoons, mm-hmm. you know, I watched the cartoons with my kids. I'm trying to have them catch up the '90s cartoons. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like you know, yeah. it's very you know, very political. So even though I still fall short, but you know, still very political. I think I, so. I kind of have hopes for that, but like I said, I think it might still fall short. Yeah. So it's going to be hard for them to do X Men and Miss, I think, at this point, because we've been we've been waiting for X Men for like years. And uh, remember, like the X Men story is more is more how do we survive and thrive in the world that hates us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Magneto was sort of like, if they hate us, like he has a very Marcus Garvey like idea. He was like, yo, if they hate us, then. We'll, we'll go somewhere else. And we also don't know which X-Men story they're going to do, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that they should do, um, they they should do, uh, what do you call it? House of X, right? Which mm-hmm. which is uh, Genosia and things like that, which we, because that would really explain why we haven't seen any X-Men, right? And Genosia is basically a mutant living, yeah, like, like a planet or world. Right. And uh, all the mutants reside on that. But but that but that's for a different podcast. <laughs> is, that, is that where Xavier was? Is that his compound or his town or is that something else? Well, well, it, Genosha is, is where all of the mutants reside from mm-hmm. everybody from Exodus to Emma Frost to Magneto. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you, you get introduced to um, Omega Sentinel. Uh, the uh, You call it the mother. I forget the mother Sentinel shoot mother mold uh yeah. you get introduced to, to all of that and actually some some of the greatest lines i've ever uh, read in comic were actually in um house of x house of x is not not too old of a story so it's 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 not going to be uh hard for a newer generation who didn't grow up with the x-men cartoons to kind of follow um we we have i think it uh Brenda, she teaches a class called Decolonize Archaeology. And in her class, she kind of brought, you know, uh, this movie up and she challenged them to think critically about everything that you consume. Right. Because everything has a purpose. Right. And it sucks. It sucks that you got to think about everything and and everything just can't be, you know, like like you just can't be happy go lucky with everything. But everything has a purpose. You want to talk about that? Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we've we've kind of already touched on it, but um, what I would say, uh, I mean, Jamal touched on it because, uh, you know, he was talking about obviously the purpose for Hollywood um, and Mm. and to pacify, you know, a lot of it is to pacify, right? But and to distract you from the actual issues. But um, I think something that I was also reminded of when talking to my students is, like like one of my students is you know indigenous maya right and um and they felt very you know excited and happy and you know it's not up to me to say like no like don't be happy about representation because they were seeing someone that looks just like them on the screen right mm-hmm. um but i think um with that 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 also got me thinking about well yeah representation but it's also dangerous to make it so ambiguous sometimes because I've been looking on my like Facebook and a lot of places where I have um, a large amount of people who follow me and who or who I follow who are identify as you know Latinx for example Um, all I've been seeing this whole week is just flooded with like stuff that's really mixing everything like Mm -hmm. 
indigeneity and, and Latinidad and all that into That's what? Dangerous. And it's like, and I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, like what? I guess like it's confusing because I'm like, okay, now, now I'm like actually confused just by just the news outlets and how they're portraying them. I think it's the Nocueta mm-hmm. um, because I've seen some of his videos on the red carpet and I'm like, yo, like the stuff he says makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then like he had his lady on the red carpet mm-hmm. and she, she looks hella indigenous mm-hmm. and you know, I'm not, I'm not here to judge how people look, but it's very different when you're also saying like, Oh, like we have, we have a Latinx hero now. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's kind of awkward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people ripping yeah. apart his, his words. And he's in his um, interviews, and I'm like, dude, like, uh, I think there was one I posted where he says he wasn't indigenous like two years ago. So I'm like, uh, everybody's just, I don't know how they found that, <laughs> but that's kind of rough, you know, mm-hmm. at times. But um, yeah, I, I feel, I feel like, um, you know, like, it's weird because, like, there's good, there's obviously, like, you know, we're always going to be critical as, like, you know, um, Marxist as like uh, indigenous people, you know, as you know, as colonized people, you know, we're always going to be critical of what we see, and we should always be critical of anything that comes out of Hollywood, especially with their ties to yep. uh, that what's this, uh, the military-industrial complex, you know. But I think, um, you should, I think one of the first, I think the first or second Iron Man movie, Elon Musk was in it. Right. Yeah. And they're like, what's up, Elon? It's just like, what the fuck? You know, so obviously there's like ties within, you know, Hollywood and the, the well, Tony Stark is, uh, is the comic Marvel version of Elon Musk. Yeah. Which is gross. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> crying for me. <laughs> yeah. It's just like oh, the good guy capitalist, like you said, you know, it's just like, this is so bad. I mean, it also goes in the DC universe, Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just like the good guy, he's like, so fucking smart because he has so much, all this money and it's just like so it's just like the weirdest shit like oh he's fighting an alien that's so much more powerful than him but somehow he fight him because he's has money and it's just like uh eh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> even though i like ben affleck's batman <laughs> you like that yeah i do because it's darker <laughs> like Okay, you know, for Batman's motto, it's always was like, I'm never going to kill anybody. But like the, the Batman was Superman, he was just fucking up people. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> the car chain <laughs> shooting people. He's just like running them over. Like, this is different. <laughs> you know, like he has like, a, he woke up really angry today or something, you know, but. <laughs> Honestly, there hasn't been a Batman, a Batman uh, depiction on screen that I was totally satisfied with. I think. My Batman will always be Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that one. Yeah, and it's yeah. So I agree. Those those two were really good. Those are the ones I grew up with too. I was a little kid for those those movies. Yeah. So well, well this movie, um, this movie did introduce uh, some people that you know some people might be excited to see. I'm more excited to see Riri Williams, yeah. um, in, in her final Ironheart uh, suit because. Because that's that's like our mock too. That's not like her yeah. final Gundam suit was like is is not her final suit. And also to see the Midnight Angels armor on screen, though ugly, uh, <laughs> 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 the uh, uh, the was really cool because you know the Midnight Angels do a lot of that. Uh, they they're like the Wakanda Black Ops scene, mm-hmm. right? They, they they do like some really crazy stuff. Um, uh, it, 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 like we got to take it with a grain of salt, man. 
mm-hmm. right? Like, like, like these these people are not going to preach uh, actual revolution, you know, mm-hmm. when they're winning in the world with misinformation, mm-hmm. you know, misinforming like keeps them funded. Yeah, but they're still watering. You know, I think they're still watering a lot of that down from having power too. Even the word colonizer, like, yeah, I right. I don't. I've seen the first one quite a few times and I don't know that they've ever like clearly explained what they mean by saying yeah. colonizer. So it's like, I, I'm with you. Like I was, you know, I'll probably watch the movie again, you know, although I'm yeah. glad we didn't pay a lot of money for the ticket. Cause we went early. We did like a, a like, what, like an 11 show. Time yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's still um, COVID out there. So I, I always go early. Exactly. To make sure, yeah. I'm like, no. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. But, I picked the yeah, away think- from people. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I know exactly. No, no, you're fine. But yeah, I think just, um, and again, just, I think like those of us that engage a lot with, you know, decolonial discourse. Um, yeah, it's like, it's hard to just watch that and be like, cool, like, all right. Like that, that was entertainment. Cause it's like, no. Well, it's, it's hard to shut it's, your brain off to it because yeah. they're talking about real cultures, right? Yeah. But it's different talking about Wakanda's, like, remember we're the lost tribe, right? Most, most of our history ends, you know, when, when the, when when the slave ships you know docked there right and uh be, because you know it's forgotten it's forgotten history right and you want to feel connected to the continent of africa but that's you know that that's many different cultures many, many different you know peoples right mm-hmm. so it's, so it's much easier for us to embrace wakanda because you know for african roots right we can guess we 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 can do our best the ancestral you know mm-hmm. like like research you know, but it it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel real to a lot of people. You know, mm-hmm. but when you're talking about um, Namor and him, and him being I mean, Mayan yeah, and, and all that stuff, yeah, populations that still, you know, I'm not even gonna say still because that's that's mm-hmm. giving a heads, you know, a nod to the colonizers and their mm-hmm. their um, even the early archaeologists who were pushing narratives of loss yeah. and disappearance and all that bullshit. But it's like many maybe people don't know but the, the, there's a reason the zapatistas exist you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. a lot of them are, are maya right um they're in maya regions and chiapas and all that's and all this stuff so a lot of that arose out of the mexican government being so fucking ruthless mm-hmm. to its indigenous um peoples and inhabitants yeah. right and part of that was using representations of indigenous people to say they're violent they're vicious it's the same issue i had with apocalypto like i was like what the fuck you know um and and here i think it was there was something about how they came off immediately as being like bad guys and like i thought that scene was so you know dope when everyone's jumping off the ship and, and stuff like that but i immediately understood like oh these are supposed to be the bad guys you know and him trying to like come at riri and then you're thinking like but she's just a young black girl you know she wins she wins every time uh every time uh what one of the atlanteans like 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 uh put a spear or put something through through uh a wakandan and every time a wakandan like chopped down atlantia like like she was wincing she couldn't even watch it you know because it was just like depicting the 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 black on brown violence was just like it was a little it was a little over overload you know but yeah but it's a you know like we can't forget this is these narratives of indigenous people being violent are still used today. It's not like they got their land back, you know? Um, and, and again, like if you go to Belize, for example, like you won't see hella 
um, you know, descendants of Maya people there. Like that place was fucking colonized to shit. They yeah. still have this stupid ass queen on their money, you yeah. know? Um, not RIP. Um, you know, but it's like, you know, like <laughs> it's like but, <laughs> no. but um, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it, it it potentially could still have very, very real harmful impacts. Um and that, and I think that's that's something we have to think about too when we walk away from that. Mm-hmm. And like you're watching all the credits and shit, waiting for the extra Marvel scene or whatever. Um, and it's like I, I was looking at the you know special thanks too, and I'm like, mm, oh okay, where 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 you know what money did you give? What percentage did you give yeah. to to Maya populations? Some you reparations, know? right? And and even just yeah. stuff like that, right? And same for 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 Black folks, um, you know, all over the place, right? It's yeah. it's just, yeah, like like it was. I'm still honestly, I'm probably still processing the movie even today. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much. It was just like overload. Yeah, I think. Um... You know, there was a whole debate about you know you know um about whether they're gonna replace Chadwick Boseman or not. But I think the way they did it in the very end was very emotional. Like I started getting like teary eyed, yeah. you know, and I you know, like uh, much love to him and his family. Uh mm-hmm. you know, he's a great actor, you know, he was he went he left before too young. He was way too yeah. young in my point of view, but I think they did good on that part, you know, paying uh, homage to him and yeah. much respect to that part of the movie. That part of the movie, I I, I loved it, right? Yeah. And much respect to him. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I would, you know, like you can always talk about, you know, think about, about oh, how would have been different if he was alive? But I think even if, yeah. even if he, what, he was alive, we p- probably would have the same issues when it comes to the storyline and, you know, but like I said, not knocking him or his acting, you know, but yeah, that was, that was very nice to see of, of, within that movie. So. Yeah, the, uh... I, I agree. Like the, the way, and then, you know, uh, I really appreciated the way they dealt with grief. Cause mm-hmm. like, I still, you know, I, I, I'm two years after still missing my best friend whose life was taken, you know? Um, so I really appreciated that the, the way they dealt with grief was really, and just like honoring a very real person. And I think they even say the line at one point, um, he was suffering in silence. I think yeah. Sherry says it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, yeah, I agree with you. Like totally not knocking any of that. And I appreciate that as well, you know? So it's just, but I think that's also part of like being able to have critical thinking is, you know, it doesn't have to be black and white. Like there's, yeah. we can like be critical and still accept that there's, you know, parts of it that, that you know, we're, like nice to watch and to experience you know well i think ryan is uh ryan kruger uh the the director and uh, i guess the writer of the, of the film i think he's really really uh good at capturing um the motion right uh he did fruitvale station as well and uh according to ryan he he had the the script ready to go right but then Chadwick, you know, then Chadwick passed and he had to rewrite the entire script. So so who knows what movie we, we were supposed to watch, right? Because the, um, like during this time, uh, Shuri and and Chadwick, I'm sorry, Shuri and T'Challa are Black Panthers, right? T'Challa is also like the king of the dead and stuff in the comics, right? So so who knows? Who knows what what, what we were, we were going to see? Um, I really love uh, how they brought in a new Chadwick, um, a, a new T'Challa, I want to say. Uh, and uh, I really, really loved two things. The analysis on the Killmonger scene, 
Uh, because remember, like Shuri, she takes the chart heart shaped herb, and then she sees Killmonger on the throne, right? The kingdom's burning, like burning around him, right? And it's a it's a proverb that you know, uh, if someone's not embraced by the tribe, he will burn. He will burn it all down to feel its warmth, right? So, so he's ruling over an empty kingdom, right? Um, and for for Killmonger to not like find find purpose right to kind of guide shuri on on a correct path in that time i thought that that was like that 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 was either lazy or um or, or it, was, it was definitely intention to to still paint killmonger as the the bad guy revolutionary and it's uh, the funny thing in, in the comics uh mbaku is more like killmonger you know mbaku in a film is more like Killmonger in the comics, right? Like, like there's nobody really like Killmonger in the comics, you know. And for for you go out of your way to kind of res resurrect that narrative, right? Like after 2020, after you know, like like you know, people were in the streets, right? And remember, like like Hollywood is uh, designed to pacify us, right? You know, when people were in the streets, you know, like cop cars were burning, they were like, man, like let's let's figure something out. Let's get the NBA playing at Disney or something like like these like these people need to go home and watch some of the the entertainment you know because they they they're going to you know uh do what they intend to do right like you know revolt and we have to remember a lot of times when these things are produced and and widely spread it's to discourage revolution right it's to discourage you know joining up and you know fighting for a cause right um and it's supposed to make you feel like you know like these problems are either too big right the despondency kicks in or these these are not problems at all i agree so i have one last question before we end this um if you i know there's so many more movies but if you were to pick one movie out of all, all oh. of them which one would, would be your favorite and why Everybody go. Everybody. Of all the Marvel? Yeah. All the Marvel movies. Hmm. Oof. My favorite Marvel movie? Dude, this is hard. Um. Hmm. And that includes the Spider-Man. Well, the newer Spider-Man ones, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's Sony, but 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 yeah, we we, we can use that. But they got Tom Holland and you know, yeah, the yeah. universe. Yeah, do it. That's um, Sony. I I feel like it's super corny if I say one of the um Avengers ones, but the Infinity War was really, really good. Oh, it's so hard to give a final answer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I like for a while, I'm not gonna lie, like I was like Black Panther, you know, but I I have to be honest, I hadn't really thought about it like critically. And and then mm -hmm. when I did it, I was like, oh man. <laughs> Yeah. So I think I have to say I have to be basic and say Infinity War. Okay. Oh man, it's sort of dark world. World, hundred percent. You know, it's funny. I've never seen that one yet. Oh no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. That movie's pretty terrible. Actually, Thor movies are pretty terrible, except Ragnarok. Ragnarok Let me see. MCU favorite movie and why. Well, and this is 
this is also because this is like my guilty pleasure stuff, right? My favorite movie in an MCU. <laughs> this is terrible. It's Captain America 2, oh, Winter God. Soldier. Oh my God, me too. <laughs> the reason why, the reason why it's a spy flick. It's if you if you would have took superhero out of that movie, it's like it Jason Bourne. It's a movie. You know? It's like Jason Bourne, but like it's like it's the same shit as Jason Bourne. It's like they're trying yeah, to kill the main dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so it was a spy flick. Uh that elevator scene is one of the greatest scenes in Marvel history. Yes. Right. I think we're gonna have um, to watch it after this. <laughs> uh Bucky and his redemption path. Yeah. Uh they, they make fun of Apple, you know, in, in, yeah. in a movie. Uh they 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 bring back Arnim Zola, right? Like that that movie is awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> And then behind that, it's Black Widow. Psych. No, no, Black Widow. Was great. <laughs> you know what? I, what's ironic is before that movie, I wasn't into Marvel movies, and then my wife dragged yeah. me into that one. I was like, okay, I can't, I'll watch it. But I really liked the like, Jason Bourne movies, so I was sitting there watching it. I was like, oh my god, this is good. <laughs> like, what the fuck? so I had to go back watch the movies, the Marvel movies for that, and I was just like, holy shit, like. I think that one was yeah you you're right it's like a spy movie. I was just like and I, I I love spy movies right so I was just like what the fuck is this a, is this what Marvel is I need to check watch all the Marvel movies then it's the same thing with um what's that show you were talking about earlier uh, Game of Thrones so I actually yeah, yeah. didn't didn't start watching Game of Thrones into season six so everybody's talking mm-hmm. about oh. it yeah and then like I was oh. like okay I watch it I should I shouldn't have watched it but I like I like the concept <laughs> but the last season was bad. Right, but we missed a whole uh, different episode. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's critically, um, Civil War was awesome because it showed, it showed uh, Hydra and Shield like basically being the same two two sides to the same coin, right? Yeah, it was being critical about government, right? Yeah. Like like how like you how this got. Oh, 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 I'm not changing my answer. It's still Civil War. Civil War was uh, superior, and. Um, I read all of the Game of Thrones book books, uh, and this dude should have been been done, but but he's being an asshole and not finishing his books. But yeah. I read all of the books, and then uh, at the company I I used to work for, you know, somebody was like, "Oh, you know, they got a TV show, right?" And I was like, "I got a TV show." They was like, "They got a TV show. It's on it's on uh, HBO." And this was like the end of season season one, so it was going to season two. And I watched it, and I was like. Oh, this is going to be amazing. And then I watched it all the way up until season five is when it fell off. Cause that's when George left and D and D, uh, which was a showrunners, uh, that that's when they took over, they took over doing episode by episode, George left them notes. George said like, Hey, this, this should happen after that. This should happen. This should happen. This should happen. But what, uh, HBO did not know. Is that D and D, right? David and Dan, I believe, uh, are their names. They don't like writing shows, right? And it's crazy because yeah. they're showrunners and they don't like writing shows. They admit it publicly that they hate writing shows, right? Yeah. And they they just got pegged uh, to do uh, Star Wars, right? The yeah. new Star Wars. So 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 they were like, oh, we go. HBO was like, dudes, this is the greatest show we ever did. We give you as many episodes you need to, to, to tell the story right as much money as you need they was like nah man we're gonna get this done in like like eight episodes yeah it was so bad <laughs> and yeah. they rushed yeah. and destroyed it and then the people 
we're going to boycott the new Star Wars trilogy. And yeah, I remember that. They, they got fired. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we can talk about GOT all day, but uh, but yeah, yeah. It's, still, it's still Civil War. Uh, I'm not Civil War. Uh, Winter Soldier. Final answer. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I, I love that movie, you know. And I think my kissing is boring because it's that so superhero-y, you know, with powers yeah. or whatever. So that when they're watching, they're like, "Can we watch something else?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> this is a Marvel movie." <laughs> but no, I, I agree. But uh, thank you for yeah. I think we're ending here. I do. I do want to talk to you after this, you know. So I um, I yeah, uh, thank you for coming on. And so can you again, once again, name your 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 social media handles especially to help your grandfather yes well at love not fear with ph is um the main kind of hub to go to and also jamal's personal profile the last jamal um is also a really good place um i, I you'll probably find me on there but i i post a lot of bullshit so <laughs> i won't i won't say it i won't promote it <laughs> yeah 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 okay well, they, yeah, thank you. I'm going to end it here, but don't, don't hang out, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No